I believe that self-confidence, self-discipline, those things are very much self-driven, meaning you personally have to do those things. You are going to personally have to take the action each and every day. Welcome to The Champion Life with Kurt Tucker. My purpose is to love, encourage, and empower you to become the champion leader God created you to be and live what I like to call the champion life. A life of abundance, freedom, and victory where you, my friend, are winning in every area of your life. Your faith, your family, your fitness, and your finances. I'm your host, Kurt Tucker. Let's have some fun. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Champion Life Podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Tucker, and today we're going to talk about self. That's right. See, one of the things that I truly believe in any endeavor is that at the end of the day, it's going to come down to the person in the mirror. You've heard it said probably, you know, once or twice before that if it's going to be, it's what? It's up to me. And I believe that, you know, anything that we're going to do in this life, it's going to begin with you. I have a saying that I like to say that, you know, if you're going to win, you must begin. So today, friends, we're going to talk about self. We're going to talk about the three self words that I believe are so powerful. I'm going to identify the, the three in order that I believe are most important. And hopefully you will be able to then take these and you will be to begin to apply them to your life. And so today we're going to talk about self-control. We're going to talk about self-discipline and we're going to talk about self confidence. So I want to encourage you to buckle in. I want to encourage you to, you know, take notes on this one and begin to start thinking about what is the one that you struggle with the most that maybe you need to get better at. And maybe as I lay these things out today, you'll begin to identify maybe the reason why maybe you struggle with that, that particular one. And also what's the one that you're you're best at? Because, see, I believe that we need to be able to identify the things that we're good at so that we can continue to maximize those things. Because the things that we're good at, we tend to want to do more of. So I believe this is going to be a powerful episode. It's going to be a short episode. And I believe that if you will, as always, implement the things that we're talking about, it will help your life go next level. And you will be able to create what I like to call the champion life. So here we go, friends. So I want you to think about this. What is the greatest thing that you desire most in your life right now? What is that one thing that you constantly are thinking about that you desire to focus on more and more and more, that outcome that you want to accomplish but you just haven't been able to accomplish it. Maybe it's a certain income that you're striving for that you want to accomplish. Maybe it's a physical fitness goal that you're wanting to accomplish. Maybe it's you know a certain state where you want to move to. It's a uh, a marriage you know level of intimacy that you want to create. It doesn't matter whatever it is, but I want you to think about the thing that you want most right now. See, I am very driven by goals. I am very driven by certain things that motivate me on a daily basis to get up. 
See, I believe that we always have to have something in front of us that is doing two things. I've heard a good goal will do two things. It will push you to do things that you typically wouldn't do, but it will also pull you. Meaning that like a magnet, sometimes, you know, there's nothing that you really have to do. The magnet just draws you closer. It is a force that naturally draws you closer to it without you really having to even exert any effort. That is a great goal. A great goal will not only push you to do things that you wouldn't typically do, but it will also naturally pull you in that direction without you really having to even do anything. I was talking with one of my coaching clients the other day after we met And we discussed a particular goal that he wanted to accomplish. And I said, well, why don't you, while you are in this peak state, go and take an hour and begin to identify two or three things that you're going to do to make sure that this goal is not just a goal, but it's a reality that will happen. See, I believe we can be a goal setter but we can also be a goal achiever. And I don't know about you, friends, but I don't want to just set a goal and then go day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, and not change, not actually, you know, uh, reach that goal. So he went off and, you know, as I was working with another one of my coaching clients, uh, we we reconvened, you know, after about an hour and 15 minutes. And he said, you're not going to believe what happened. And I said, well, tell me more. And he said, while I went away, to work on, you know, his specific coaching business that he's building that I'm helping him with. He said two things happen. Number 1, I had a client that owed me money that I've been trying to collect for like 4 months out of the blue, you know, reach out to me and basically say, "Hey man, I apologize. Let me get that money to you," right? And we were just talking about resourcefulness just a second ago. We were just talking that it's never for a lack of resources, it's just resourcefulness. And all of a sudden, boom, a resource came in. Then he said, I had a person that reached out to me and said, hey, listen, our COO, I believe of our company, you know, would do amazing with you as their coach. I truly believe that you would be the one that would be able to get through to him and would be able to help him go next level, what would you charge us? See, I believe that when you get set on a goal that you want to accomplish, that the universe begins to move, that things begin to start happening and they begin to start pulling you in that direction without you really having to do anything. That was just a phone call that came out of nowhere, right? And so I believe it's it's much like when we set our GPS on our phone, when we know exactly where we're trying to go, when we have a clear destination of where we want to go, naturally, when we put that in, when we lock that in our brain, friends, whatever your goal is in your health and your finances and your marriage, whatever, naturally things begin to just start pulling us in that direction. Okay. But let's talk about the push. 
because the push is what I want to talk about today. It's those things that once we get clear on what we want, once we develop the plan of action, right? Because first comes the clarity. It's one of the things that I love to do with the clients that I work with, whether it's the gym owners that I work with across the country, or it's just people who are trying to build a coaching business, or people who are trying to take their marriage to the next level with their fitness. The first thing that I begin to do is get clarity on what exactly it is that they want. Because without clarity, without you knowing exactly where you want to go, what you want to accomplish, it's going to be very hard to get there. So once we get clarity, then comes the strategy, right? You know, we've got to create some strategies that we believe will be the best strategies to get us to the result the quickest. And a lot of times we like to identify two, three, four, five things that could potentially get there. It's no different than, you know, if I wanted to travel to Key West today and I live in Ohio, there's multiple different ways that I can get to Key West. Uh, the slowest would probably be I could take the Greyhound. Yes, Greyhounds are still on the highway. My wife and I were driving the other day and a greyhound passed us and she goes, oh my gosh, I cannot believe they are, there are greyhounds still on the highway. And then she began to tell me the story um, where she took a greyhound when she was a little kid all the way to, you know, the, the south, the southernmost part of Texas to visit family. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like that had to have been one heck of a slow trip, right? The next thing is you could just get in your car and you could drive, right? I could drive and it would probably take me, you know, a day, you know, however long, day and a half, whatever, uh, because I would probably have to break up that drive. Or friends, I could just catch a direct flight and be there in two and a half hours. I don't know about you, but I want to get there the fastest at whatever goal that I set. So here's the deal. Where does self-control come in when you set a goal and you have clear you know, intentions on what it is that you're going to do. Because how many times have you set a goal, not only, uh, you know, you, you got you set a clear goal, you were excited about it, you wanted to accomplish it, but you didn't make it happen. Self-control, self-discipline, and self-confidence. I believe that self-control is the most important one of the three. And here's the reasons why. Because Typically, what happens is we're looking for this self-confidence in ourselves to follow through and do something that maybe before we've never done. Because typically, when you set a goal, you set a new goal, it's something that you've never accomplished before, right? It's a certain income goal that you've never hit. It's a certain body fat percentage that you want to get to. It's a certain level you know, in your marriage that you want to get to. It's a certain... Um, maybe it's buying a piece of real estate, maybe it's starting a new business, you know, whatever it is, it's something that you've never done before. So therefore, we are always going to be least confident in something that we've never done before. That's the way, that's the reason why many times, if I'm speaking to a group of people, you know, I love to say there is no such thing as a dumb question. The only question that's a dumb question is the question that didn't get asked. Because the reality is, is most people will not ask a question because there's a fear of what other people might think. Oh my gosh, I can't believe that you didn't know that. You know, I can't believe there's an inferior complex. There is a, uh, and, and, and I want to share this with you, friend, that I struggle with that from a long time because 
I didn't graduate from high school, right? You know, I never went to college. You know, there were certain things that I was just inexperienced in. So then what I would do is I would begin to find a book. I would watch a video. I would, you know, uh, listen to a podcast. Then all of a sudden, if I felt it was something that I wanted to go deeper in, I might buy a program or buy a course or invest with that coach or join that mastermind or, or whatever, because I was continuing to want to evolve so that my self-confidence could grow, right? Because I believe that when we follow through, on the things that we say we're going to do, then what happens is our confidence grows. So the best way to grow your self-confidence is to follow through on the things that you said you were going to do. But to be able to do that, I believe that first before self-confidence, you're going to have to have self-discipline. And if you notice, I'm working backwards here. I believe that self-control is the most important one of all three. And I'm going to share with you why that is here in a second. But to get self-confidence to when you follow through on the things that you said you were going to do, you know, you first have to have self-discipline. And what is self-discipline? Self-discipline is nothing more than doing what you said you were going to do, right? Even when you didn't feel like doing it. Now, you know that I'm a huge believer in commitment, in the word commitment. See, I believe that so many times we are looking for the courage to take action on the things that we say we want to do. But can I share this with you, friend? Courage is not going to come until you are fully committed. When you are fully committed to whatever goal it is that you want to accomplish, whatever result that you want to achieve, you will not find the courage. But once you are fully committed and you are saying, I am going to burn the boats, we are going to make this thing work, you will find the discipline to follow through. It makes me think about my marriage. It makes me think about after we had lost everything, our house was foreclosed, our cars were repossessed, and many of you know our Rachel and I's story. There, were, there came a time where you know we were seeing a marriage coach, and that coach gave us some of the best wisdom, the best advice, the best foundational wisdom. I think that uh, could have happened at that time in our marriage, which was basically asking us, "What do you want?" You know, I understand that you probably don't like each other right now, but do you love each other? Are you committed? And one of the things that I had committed prior to getting married, friends, was that, you know, I was never going to get divorced. Like, I just seen that go through my my family, my mom being, you know, married multiple times, my dad being married multiple times, you know, and I just, I didn't want to miss one event with my kids, one night with my kids. I didn't want to share parenting. I didn't want to, you know, do all those different things. And so for me, I was so committed to making this marriage work. And he said this to Rachel and I, he said, then you have to burn the boats. You have to burn the boats. Now you hear people say that sometimes, and I don't know whether you know the story of where burn the boats comes from, but the story comes from many years ago, you know, there was a treasure on an island that many people had tried to go and essentially take this treasure. Uh, and, and to take this treasure, you know, it was going to require a lot of manpower. It was going to require a lot of fighting to the death. 
and it and, and it was a, a very precious treasure that many people had tried to go and take. And then all of a sudden, one time there was a conqueror that said, we're going to, you know, go to this island. We're going to take this treasure. And so him and his crew, they set out on this journey. And I want you to think about in context, this journey that this conqueror and his team went out, you know, to accomplish much like your goal, much like the thing that you want to accomplish right now. Once again, Maybe it's a certain income level. Maybe it's taking your business to the next level. It's taking your marriage to the next level. It's you know get it's taking your fitness to the next level. But they set out, and as they got closer to the island, right before they hit the shore, he began to start speaking, and he was given a talk. And you know naturally, when we begin a journey, right, to accomplish something, there's that initial excitement. There's that initial, we're going to make it happen. I can do this. And then all of a sudden, what happens? The fears, the doubts, the worries, the you've tried this before, others have tried this before, and they fail because you knew somebody that maybe failed before. And all of a sudden, we begin to start talking ourselves out of the things that we said that we wanted. When we were in that positive state and we felt amazing, you know, we wanted it like crazy. But then all of a sudden, we begin to start letting the how overtake the why. And many times I like to say now that don't focus so much on the how, focus on the who. Who can help you, you know, do whatever it is that you want to do? And so he began to speak to his men and he said, men, here's the deal. You know, when we get to the shore, okay, we're going to burn our boats. And people begin to start, you know, kind of talking and in disarray, like, what do you mean we're going to burn our boats? And he said, because here's the deal. If there is any option any option at all available, any out, right? Think about this in, in, in your marriage, for, for instance, okay? Or in your business, if there is any out, if there is any plan B, plan C, plan D, your mind is gonna go to that being an option, being a possibility, instead of you following through all the way. I believe that there is fortune in the follow-through, friends, that when we follow through and we do what we say we're going to do, that is how you're going to get the result. He said, when we hit this shore, we are going to burn the boats because here's the deal. When we go and we take their treasure, okay, we are going to go home on their boats. We are going to take their boats. He made it a reality to his men for them to understand that the only way that they were going to get home, it was either death, right? Or it was, we are going to take the treasure, and not only are we going to take the treasure, but we're going to take their boats home. It became a must. When I was coaching with a couple ladies yesterday, I began to start asking them about some of the goals that they were wanting to accomplish. And I said, is this a must? Because many times, friends, until something becomes a must, we will not follow through on doing what we have to do. And so I believe that you must think about today, friend, what is a must in your life? What is a must that you must follow through? And I want to encourage you to just choose one major thing in your life right now that you have been thinking about doing. For me, 
I thought about writing my book, The Champion Life Playbook, right here for about three or four years. And it wasn't until the day that one of my coaches at the time, Riley Meek, thank you, Riley, I believe in giving credit where credit is due, that Riley helped me make that book a must. And it wasn't very much longer after that, especially after, you know, thinking about this book for four years, that that book became a reality. He helped me identify the reason why I wanted to write that book, because I wanted to have a resource, a tool where I could take the last 15 years of my life, all the successes, all the messes, you know, all the, you know, the things that I believed helped me, you know, go from being, you know, broke, busted and disgusted, you know, marriage falling apart, alcohol, drugs, sex addiction, bankrupt in my family, unhealthy, I mean, all those different things to where I'm at today, being so grateful, being so thankful, but also understanding that success is my duty. And also that I am here to champion others to help them, you know, get where God created them to get to and become who God created them to be. And so I begin to start thinking about the Champion Life Playbook as a, you know, as, as a playbook to be able to help somebody get where they wanted to go so much faster. And I laid out the chapters. I came up with the title, the subtitle, wrote the book and really got truly focused. And now I have this book to be able to give as a blessing. And actually right now you can get this book for free, you know, at my website, kurtdtucker.com. And I'll make sure to include a link inside the podcast show notes. The only thing you got to do is pay for shipping and handling. And I'm signing every book right now. And uh, and the reason why I'm signing that book is because an author did that for me one time, signed a book and sent it to me. And I firmly believe this, friends, that people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And I want to share this with you right now in this podcast before I move to point three in self-control is that that's my mission. That's my purpose is to love and encourage and empower people with great energy and enthusiasm and encouragement to help them, to help you, my friend, become the champion that God created you to be so you can live this champion life. I, I don't like to just talk about things. I want to encourage you, if you believe in something, maybe it's a certain Bible verse or whatever it is, don't just read that Bible verse and say, oh, that's that's cool that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me or that all things are possible to those who believe or that you know God didn't give me a spirit of fear, but of power and love and of, of a sound mind. No, I want you to believe those to the core, but not only believe, but act as if they were true. If you knew that anything was possible today, what would you do differently? What goal would you write down on that sheet of paper? One of the things that I see people do is that they will set their dreams way too small. They will think way too small because of where they're at in their life or because of the things that have happened in their past. See, friends, here's the really cool thing about life is we can learn from our past, but our future is up to whatever we want to go after. And as you know, I'm such a firm believer that the best way to predict your future is to create it. 
It's the reason why we have to have a vision for our life. It's the reason why we have to have goals, right? And then it becomes, once we have those, we can begin to start doing the things that we're talking about with building self-confidence, with building self-discipline, where we do the things that we say we're going to do even when we don't feel like doing them. So when you burn the boats, friends, when you say that whatever it is that you want to make happen in your life, it becomes a must and you burn the boats, trust me, I can I can tell you right now that you will have just increased the percentages, the odds that that goal will become a reality more than anything else you can do. So now let's talk about number three, self-control. Here's the deal is I believe that self-confidence, self-discipline, those things are very much self-driven, meaning you personally have to do those things. You are going to personally have to take the action each and every day. You're going to have to get up early and step in that cold shower, right? My wife and I, Rachel, this past uh, month or so, we started taking cold showers where every morning... When we rise, for me, it's at 5.30 or 5. Within the first five minutes of me being awake, I'm stepping into a cold shower. Can I share with you, there are some days, friends, where I do not want to do that, okay? But I do it anyway because it is something that I'm committed to doing because I know I'm going to be better, okay? And so those are self But let's talk about self-control for a second. Where does self-control come from? Because when we have self-control, I believe that that's where now we will have self-discipline and take action on the things that we said we were going to do, even when we don't feel like doing them. Because we do those things, we will build self-confidence in a particular area, and we will continue to get better and better and better in that area, which will produce a result, whether it's in your life and your marriage and your fitness and your finances or whatever. But let's talk about self-control. I believe that self-control is the most powerful of them all. And you have to understand where self-control comes from. Self-control does not come from self. Self-control comes from the Holy Spirit. In scripture, it says that the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and you got it, self-control. See, I believe that the reason why people lack self-discipline and the reason why people lack self-confidence is because they haven't mastered self-control. And mastering self-control, you cannot do by yourself. You need help. You need the help of the most powerful force that has ever been, you know, not the universe. It's the one who created the universe. It's God within you. It's the Holy Spirit. For those of us who are Christians, for those of us who who have said yes, you know, to you know, our faith to Jesus and are continuing to walk by faith. And notice it's walk by faith, meaning there's action behind that. We can't just have faith. It says that faith without works is dead. So we have to put action to our faith. We have to walk by faith. The self-control part is where daily we rise and we say, I need help. Daily, I need wisdom. You know, I love what the scripture says is that, you know, God gives wisdom generously without finding fault. 
So if you have found yourself over the the days, the weeks, the months, the years, not being able to follow through on the goals that you've set, friend, not having the self-discipline, not developing the self-confidence in reaching the goals that you've set for yourself in an income goal, in your business, in your life, in your marriage, in your fitness, you know, being able to stop doing that, 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 that alcohol or that drug that just seems to have control over you or that, that pornography or, you know, that bitterness, that resentment, that unforgiveness, or just taking action on the thing that you said you wanted to accomplish, starting that business, whatever, I believe that so many times it's because we are trying to do it all by ourselves. In the moment that we will realize that greater, okay, that is in you, that is greater than in the world, that that truly all things are possible to those who believe, but there is this force, there is this power in you that if you will tap into that power, you will begin to have the self-control that you need to say no to the things that you need to say no to and say yes to the things that you need to say yes to. See, ask yourself this question, friends, as I wrap up. What is one thing that I need to start doing today to get me to this goal? Maybe it's just waking up early every single day and spending that first 15 minutes, 30 minutes with your creator and saying, God, help me. Give me self-control today so that I can then have self-discipline to do the things that I know that I need to do, even when I don't feel like doing them. And when I do those things, Lord, build my self-confidence more than it's ever been so that I will not only continue to follow through on that particular goal, but doing other things as well and becoming a force for good. Men, I believe that if we will live this way every single day, this is how we will not only become the men of God that we were created to be, the husbands, the fathers, the business leaders, the mentors, the influencers, all those different things. But it's going to come by us understanding that our self, our flesh needs to become second, right? And we need to yield to the power that is greater in us than the one that is in the world. And that through that self-control, we will be able to accomplish anything that we set our hearts, our minds to. So, hey, friend, I want to encourage you If today something has reached out to you, if there's something that maybe you want to go deeper on, send me a question. DM me through Instagram or Facebook. You know, I would love to share with you a little bit more. You know, grab a copy of my book as well. I I know that there is certain things that as you begin to implement these things that I've talked about today into your life and you begin to start having greater self-control in your life, The self-discipline will increase, your self-confidence will increase, and anything that God is calling you to do will not only be just a goal that you've set, but it will be a goal that you have achieved. All right, guys. Well, hey, listen, I love you. I thank you so much for this opportunity to pour into your life, to champion you, if you will. I believe that the champion life is available to you, to your family, and to all those people that God is calling you to champion. We'll talk to you later. God bless. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to the Champion Life Podcast. 
I hope that you learned a thing or two that can help you create the champion life that you desire and that God has for you. Now, before you go, I have one ask. If this episode resonated with you in any way, I want to hear about it. Please shoot me a personal message on Facebook at Kurt Tucker or Instagram at Kurt D. Tucker. Stay tuned for the next episode, my friend. And as always, keep growing and keep going.